What is up, denim people? Welcome to the Denim Hunters podcast, where we help you make better choices when you're buying and wearing raw denim. My name is Thomas. I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Denim Hunters, and I'm the host of this podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about a tough decision you need to make before you start wearing your new raw denim jeans, whether to soak them or not, and how to do it. So stay tuned to learn three approaches you can use when you're soaking your jeans and when you want to use each of them. Of course, we'll also talk about the scenario where you don't want to soak your jeans. But before we get into it, I just wanted to let you know that this will be the last episode of season one of the Denim Hunters podcast. We will take a break to work on season two, which will be back in a few weeks time. If you've listened to any of the previous episodes, you might already have noticed that I'm trying out a new intro here. And as we get into this episode, you'll hear a few other changes as well. Let me know what you think of them. Any feedback that helps me make you enjoy this podcast more is always welcome. Alright, so let's get to the main topic of this episode. And like I said at the beginning... This episode is about how to soak your jeans before you start wearing them, if you want to do that at all. So this is a question that a lot of people might be asking around the time that this podcast comes out at the end of September 2020, because we're only a few days away from the beginning of year two of the Indigo Invitational Fading Competition. So if you've signed up for that competition and you have your jeans ready, you might be thinking, should I soak them or not? What what will give me the best phase? What will make my jeans last the longest? And other questions. And if you haven't signed up yet, you should go to indigoimitational.com and register there. They do accept late entries until October 10th. But make sure to sign up before it starts on October 1st so you get all 365 wear days in the competition. But even if you're not signed up for the competition if you're not thinking about doing it if you're listening to this after the competition started you might have this question as well when you're about to break in a new pair of raw denim jeans so that's why i wanted to talk about it here in this episode and why it's a it's it's a recurring question i get all the time on denim hunters really so it's an an important one so let's get into it then shall we so the first approach you can use is the one I use personally, and that's called a hand soak. So this is where you don't wear the jeans as they soak. So what you need is some sort of container to hold the water, and of course your jeans, and that's really all. So the way I do this is, first of all, I turn my jeans inside out. And this is something that I always do when I wash my jeans, even when it's just a hand soak, even when there's no no spin cycle involved, no nothing, just to be safe. Because, you know, rather safe than sorry, I guess. You don't want those vertical creases on your jeans. So turn the jeans inside out. You have your container there. It could be your sink. It could be some sort of bucket, really whatever, some sort of container that can hold the water. You add that water and, you know, just make it cold or lukewarm. No need to make it hot, really. And then you put your jeans in. And, you know, if it's your kitchen sink, for instance, you'll need to to fold them, of course. 
maybe a couple of times over. And and that's okay, because you turn them inside out. So I've never had any issue with that at all. And then you, you of course, you submerge them into the water. And then what I do, the trick, I guess, to keep them submerged for the duration of the soak is you can put in a couple of, of glasses or uh, coffee cups or whatever, clean, of course. You put them in, you know, get some water into the cup, and then that will keep the jeans underwater for the duration of the soak. And then you can leave them there for an hour or two. It doesn't that, that's that's not really you know you an hour I think is fine, uh, two hours no worries at all. And once you're done, you know of course drain the water, and then uh, you know you will get the jeans out. They will be soaking wet, of course. You know if you just pull them out of water, so they will be dripping wet. And what you then want to do is you can take them to your shower or you can take them outside if it's not raining, of course, or if it's not too cold, but anywhere they can dry. And if you do it inside, I, you know, use your shower because they're going to drip like crazy. So get them in there and you might want to have something, you know, take that container, that, that bucket or whatever under the jeans because they're going to drip all over your place and maybe your significant other or whoever you live with, you know, it's not going to be happy with indigo water dripped all over the floor so yeah you take them into the the bathroom if you're not there already of course and then you uh, hang them to dry on a on a coat hanger really that's all and that's gonna take you know overnight for sure Uh, if you got underfloor heating it will of course go you know take a little less time but it's gonna take some hours for sure Uh, 12 to 24 hours or something before they're dry and you can really start wearing them and by that time they're gonna be really stiff and crispy but don't worry it's gonna they're gonna soften up quite quickly so so that's how you do that of course for the for this approach you can also use a bathtub but that's not to be confused with approach two which i will talk about in in a short while but of course you can also if you have a bathtub in your house uh, which i know a lot of uh, people do in north america i think it's less common here in europe uh, I never had one uh, really until recently. So, uh, but anyway, if you have a bathtub, you can of course also do this approach there. You know, and then you don't have to fold the jeans and you don't have that risk. But it's just not a luxury that everyone has. So that's why you know I think you doing it in a, in a bucket or in your kitchen sink or your bathroom sink, you can do that as well. Totally fine. I've never had issues with it for the past ten years. So. That's the hand soak approach explained. Now, when do you want to do this? You want to use the hand soak approach when you want to soften the denim and get rid of the excess chemicals and and a little of the indigo that's going to be sitting on the denim. But you don't want to machine wash them or anything. So you want to keep them looking as dry as possible, but just softening them a little. And what this will do for you is you're going to have your jeans last longer. It's that simple, really. So you keeping the driest possible look and at the same time adding lifetime into the jeans. So that's when you want to use this approach. So really what you're doing here is you're softening the denim and you're taking out just a little bit of the indigo there. Uh, just so you don't get, you know, blue marks wherever you're going to sit, really. Especially if it's a denim that crocks a lot. So if you had a white sofa, for instance, or even if you brushed against a white wall, you would leave blue marks. If you want to avoid that, you know, this is maybe the approach you want to do. So when do you not want to use the hand soak approach? 
Well, that's of, that's of course when you want to keep your denim completely dry. So if you don't worry too much about durability, or at least you can live with getting holes in the crotch or wherever a little quicker than what you could achieve if you did a hand wash, you know, then don't soak, really. It's totally up to you, of course. But for, for me, I like that, that it just gets a little softer as well and that you get rid of that, you know, over-crocking, I guess, that you would have if you don't do a hand soak. So yeah, that that's when you... But that's when you don't want to do it. Now, there's an option of the hand soak where you use hot water instead of just cold or lukewarm water. This is what you want to do if you want to shrink down the denim as much as possible. And this is really if you have unsanforized shrink-to-fit denim and you want to shrink it down, but you want to do this without, you know, involving the washing machine or if you don't have a bathtub or anything like that where you can actually wear the jeans, which we will talk about in a little bit. But yeah, if you have shrink-to-fit denim that you need to shrink down and you don't want to put them in a washing machine, which I actually wouldn't recommend you doing for the very first time that you shrink them down, you know, use this approach. So... The hot water will, of course, make the denim shrink more than if you just have cold or lukewarm water, really. So you can, I mean, you can get it boiler hot, really, straight out of the boiler, really. But, you know, just be a little careful. All right, so that was approach number one and when you want to use that. Let's get into the second approach we're talking about here. Okay, so the second approach you can use when you want to soak your jeans before you start wearing them, as I've mentioned a little bit already, is that you use the bathtub and that you wear the jeans in that bathtub. So this is basically what you do is you put on your jeans, you fill your bathtub, and then you get in there wearing the jeans. Now, for this, you probably don't want to wear underwear under the jeans. I mean, I've never done it myself, but so so I I don't have first-hand experience, but I've talked to a lot of people that have done this, and I think wearing underwear just makes it even more uncomfortable, I guess. But uh, yeah, just make sure you're clean, really. That's all. <laughs> it gets a little uh, intimate here, I guess, but yeah. Underwear is optional. Let's just put it like that. So... You have all your jeans, you have your bathtub filled with water. Uh, I guess, since you want to be sitting there, make it sort of the temperature you would normally use when you take a shower. Maybe not too cold, because you're going to be sitting there for at least like half an hour, an hour and a half, something like that. Uh, so, so yeah. You have the water in there, you climb up in the bathtub, and then you sit. And what you want to do is really... as make the jeans as flat as possible. So first of all, you have to keep your legs completely straight while you're in there. You don't want to bend your knees or anything. Uh, I mean, first of all, you want to have the the entire jean underwater. But also if you bend your, your knees, you're going to get... It, it's just going to stretch out in a weird way. So you don't want to do that. And then, you know, you sit there or you try to lay down really as much as possible... So keeping also the top block sort of in in its natural state, really not bend or anything, not not creasing up too much. You sit there, like I said, half an hour, an hour, an hour and a half, how long you can really do it. 
and the genes are gonna soak to i mean they're gonna really mold to your body especially you know this approach i guess can make the most sense i mean i I can just be honest here i'm not a fan of this approach really but i guess it technically can make sense if you have uncentralized denim and then then and it's sort of already a snuggish fit so you fear that the denim is going to shrink too much after you've shrunken it down uh, it's that you, you're not going to be able to fit into the jeans so that's where i guess this approach can make sense but there are simpler ways really which i can you know just explain briefly later but there are simpler ways to this where you basically just put on the jeans jeans while they're still damp and then they will stretch out a little bit so i think that would be a lot easier but anyway this is an approach that people use and it's a little bit gimmicky of course you know it's it's something you hear from old levi's ads or you know it's just just i get the appeal of it from from that standpoint but it's just it's very uncomfortable i guess as well and, and complicated to do and there are some risks involved so you've been sitting now in your bathtub for at least half an hour or something wearing your jeans with or without underwear underneath and you're about to get up so what you want to do here importantly is you don't want to bend your knees at all really so this is where you need someone else to help you get out of the shower and then you know you will have dripping soaking wet jeans and then of course what you you know those jeans need to dry and that's going to take a couple of hours at least you know it's maybe 12 hours even before they're totally dry depending of course on on where you where you are and, and the climate and all that so first of all for health reasons i would never ever recommend this in a climate where it's like below 20 degrees celsius outside you know um and doing this inside your house really you're gonna gonna be you know stuck with being in your bathroom because if you have soaking wet jeans on and you walk around the house you're gonna leave water and stains all over the place so that's maybe not the best idea so i think the best is you know if you have a a terrace or something like that get outside there if you live in an apartment if you have uh, a garden get out there uh, but what you want to do really is move as little as possible again because like i said when you're wearing the jeans in the bathtub and you you know bend your knees for instance you know that stretch that you're going to put on there is going to be more or less permanent so you're going to get crazy knee backs from day one in your jeans and the same happens if you're going to you know walk around in your jeans or sit in them you know you know you don't even want to sit in them you can lie down or you can stand up until they're dry really and i tried this approach actually once where i i i didn't sit in the bathtub because i didn't have one like i said but i had jeans uh string to fit denim jeans that were that i had so shrunken down i put them on and then i took a walk and it took about i think an hour or an hour and a half they were sort of dry uh, and this was actually pretty cold weather it was like 10 degrees celsius so that was also you know for health reasons you know you can easily catch a cold for something like that wearing you know wet clothes or walking around in cold outside that's just 
plain stupid, isn't it? But so I was wearing those jeans, walking around. And what happens is, of course, there's a lot of friction going on. Um, so if you have issues with crotch blowouts, this is going to make it that happen a lot quicker, for sure. Because all that friction going on while you're walking around in the wet denim, that's just no good. So you you know, shaving off wear time, really, by doing this. So if you want to do it, if you have to do it, maybe, or if you want to try it out, you know, try to be as straight as possible, really. Keep your legs as straight as possible. And um, and yeah, that's, that's how you do the bathtub soak. So just to summarize, when do you want to do this? Well, you, you want to do this if you want to get a perfect fit in your shrink-to-fit denim jeans, especially if they already, you know, fit a little snuggishly and you're worried that they're going to be too too tight for you after they shrunken down and when do you not want to do this well really you want to you you don't want to do this if you don't have someone to help you get out of that that bathtub of course you also don't want to do it if you don't have a bathtub that just you know makes sense and also if you live in a place where it's if it or if you're in a season that's cold um, or if you can't really, you know, be confined to your bathroom until your jeans are dry, you know, don't do it. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sort of tempted to try it myself just to see what it's like. And uh, yeah, that's that's uh, but that's the approach number two. All right, so let's take a break, and we will be back shortly. Welcome back to this episode of the Denim Hunters podcast where we are talking about how to soak your jeans before you start wearing them. Now, this little break is, of course, also a new thing that I'm trying out. And really, I'm introducing this because for season two of the podcast here, there will be sponsors. So I'm opening up the podcast to be sponsored by companies, really. So if you're a denim company and you want to get in front of an audience that loves denim, that is willing to put their money where their mouth is, really, you know, this is a place you want to be, right? But let's get back to the approaches. So we talked about the hand soak approach and the bathtub approach where you wear these jeans in in a bathtub. And the last approach really, of course, is then that you can use a washing machine. Now, I guess this technically doesn't qualify as a soak, but really, if, you know, again, back to the definition of what a soak is, it is that you introduce water before you start wearing the jeans, not to clean them, but to achieve some other goal. So I guess, you know, I'm still calling it soak, because that's what people are calling it if they use a hand soak approach or not, or if they use a washing machine. It's still something you do before you start wearing the jeans. Right, so this, of course, is, you know, again, you have your jeans, you have a washing machine, and really, this is where it's super, you know, I can't stress enough how important it is that you turn your jeans inside out whenever you put them in a washing machine, but especially if they're brand new. You know, it's just gonna, you're gonna be sorry for not doing this. And if you've done this before, you'll surely never ever do it again. So you take your jeans, turn them inside out, put them in the washing machine, and then you choose the really 
gentlest program that the machine has. So lowest temperature possible, really. So this could be some sort of wool program or something for delicates. When you can control also the RPMs, the spin cycle, turn that off completely, I guess, is the safest approach here. And of course, since you're not cleaning the genes, there's no need at all. And you don't want to add any detergent or anything. So it's just water you need in there, really, with the genes. Then you run the program, uh, and as soon as it's done, you want to get the genes out. You don't want to have them lying around in there for hours. Because still, even if you turn them inside out, the legs, there's going to be creases down the legs for sure, you know. And those creases, even when turned inside out, can create, you know, color variations along them. So it might be a little brighter or something like that. And you don't want to have that. So get them out as soon as possible. And really then, you know, straighten out the legs. Uh, And the easiest way to do that, I guess, is, you know, pull your hand all the way down, you know, from the top of the jeans, all the way down to the hem, and then spread out your fingers and pull them up. And you can do it from, you know, from inside the hem as well, from, from the bottom of the jeans up, just to make sure that they're as flat as the denim is as as flat and straightened out as possible really and then of course you know you hang them to dry again like uh with with approach number one and wait for them to dry so when do you want to do this well this is i guess the approach you want to use when you want to you know get it done in in sort of the easiest way and i mean and if, if you're comfortable with, with your washing machine, you know, it's totally fine to do. This also will give you a more sort of one-wash look to the denim. If And if you like that, I mean, I like that. And, and if you do too, I can actually recommend this approach. But again, you need to be comfortable. And with your washing machine, you need to know how it works. I mean, so have experience with it. If you have a brand new machine or if you're doing this in a laundry or something, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it because then you might also, you don't know what the spin cycle is like. Maybe you can't even control it. So, so yeah, be a little, you know, or not a little, you actually need to be really careful with this because if you just put down, uh, you know, a considerable amount of money for a pair of jeans, the last thing you want is for them to sort of be, I'm doing air quotes now, ruined from day one. Of course, they're not ruined, but you don't want something you don't want there, really. You don't want those creases because it just looks a little unnatural. It looks like you don't know how to wash your clothes, really. So, so yeah, be careful with this approach. Uh, but, but yeah, I think, I mean, it, it has merits. And, and actually, sometimes I kind of combine approach number one and number three here because you know i would do a hand soak where i can control it where the jeans are not spinning around in the machine for, for half an hour or more and and then i would actually put them in my washing machine with a spin cycle only so that's maybe eight ten minutes or something on 800 rpms something like around that 600 800 no more than than 1200 for sure uh, of course, very importantly, again, this is also why it makes sense to turn your jeans inside out when you do the hand soak approach, because you want them inside out when you put them in the washing machine for the spin cycle after. And really, I do this for two reasons, because I want to get them 
dry quicker. And uh, I also kind of like that one wash look, as I said, you know, where you get a little, you know, a little, where you get sort of a little bit of fading going on around the seams, where you start to see the um, the roping effect on the hem and all of this. So I really like that even from day one. So, so that's why I do it. And that's also where you can use this uh, third approach, the machine washing soak, really. And when do you not want to do this? Well, you do not want to do this if you want to maintain control over the process. So I know a, a lot of people that will never ever, you know, machine wash their jeans, let alone, you know, with a spin cycle and all of that. So if you don't like that, don't, you know, don't do this, you know, then you want to keep to, to the hand soak approach really. So, um, so yeah, that was approach number three. Now, like I said, at the beginning of this episode, of course, there's also a fourth way really. And that's where you do not do any pre-wear soak at all. So you have your new jeans and you just chuck them on. You just get going, really start fading them. And, and this can, I mean, I've tried this myself and yeah, I guess this is the easiest approach at all because you don't have to do anything. You just get your new jeans, put them on and you're ready to go. And this can totally work. Uh, So, so this, I mean, it's not that the jeans, it's not that the jeans really need to have that soak before you start wearing them, but There's pros and cons of each, of course. So let's maybe talk about that a little here. So if you do nothing, if you don't soak your jeans before you start wearing them, they are probably gonna get, you're probably gonna have crotch blowouts and other breaks sooner than if you did a pre-wear soak. At least that's what I'm experiencing. And that's what I hear from a lot of other jeans wearers. So, so if you can live with that, or maybe you don't really have that much of an issue with crotch blowouts, or you don't mind it breaking in the honeycombs or something like that, you know, then totally fine. Because what you're going to get, and that's the upside of doing nothing, is you're going to get higher contrast fades, usually at least, you know. So keeping that denim completely dry is going to give you higher contrasts. And, and, you know, that's a, that's a good thing, especially if you're in a fading competition. So, so yeah, maybe, maybe this is an approach that you want to consider, even if you uh, usually hand soak. So what happens really when you do that pre-wear soak, of course, is the, the, like I said, with, with the approach number one, you get rid of a little bit of the indigo there. So you're actually already starting to take it off all over the jeans even with a hand soak where it's very minimal there you will see a little change in how it looks so even though you might like that for other reasons you might want to keep the the fading process to its sort of extreme and get the highest contrast again if you're in a competition for instance or if you just want to try it out so so really that's where you that's when you want to do nothing so when do you not want to do nothing? Well, that's where you want to have the most lifetime out of these jeans, but still get some good fades in there, I think. 
So, uh, so it's really that simple. Of course, I guess also if you have unsanitized denim that you plan to wash at some point, you do not want to do nothing before you start wearing them. Because let's imagine that you have this denim that is shrink to fit. You put it on, you wear it for some months, maybe longer, you know, maybe you wear it for a year or whatever. And you get some really nice fades in there. And then you have to wash or you want to wash, you know, whatever the reason. Now you want to wash them. What's going to happen then, of course, is if they fit you for that time you wore them, they're most likely going to get too small. So, of course, then you can you can stretch out the waist, but the length is is harder. And even, I mean, you, you prob- you're not going to get them back to the pre wash size that's you can't stretch them that much really so so if they fit you snugly when when you're wearing them and they shrink to fit you're really left with no choice you know you then you cannot wash them you could maybe try a super cold hand soak for only 10 minutes or so and see what happens but that's where you want to really make sure you put them on as they're still a little wet as they're still damp and make sure you stretch them out and do it the way I explained in approach number two with a bathtub so you don't get weird creases uh, or you know risk breaking the, the crotch even sooner but yeah that's the fourth approach where you do nothing where you don't do a pre-wear soak before you start wearing the jeans Alright, so that brings us to the summary of this episode. And what I've been talking about here is the three ways to soak your jeans before you start wearing them. So first of all, you have the hand soak, where you just put your jeans in water, inside out, and let them drip dry. And that's it. Just water, no nothing else. And then approach number two is where you wear the jeans in a bathtub, with water in, of course, and uh, and soak them that way. And then the third approach is where you use a washing machine. And this is where you want to be really careful and you for sure want to turn the jeans inside out. That is a must with this one. And then the fourth way, I guess it's not a, an approach because you do nothing. And that's it for this episode of the Denim Hunters podcast, which, like I said at the beginning, is the last episode of season one of this show. We will be taking a break here for a few weeks, maybe a month. I'm not really sure yet, I have to be honest. But I'm trying to keep the break as short as possible because I want to get back to you with some more denim podcasts. So you will find the show notes for this episode and all the other episodes of this podcast on denimhunters.com. Please subscribe in your favorite podcast app. And we also still love those five-star ratings and positive reviews on Apple Podcasts. Just to sort of validate the show, I guess, because it doesn't really do anything for the ratings, I've been told. But what is important, though, is that you turn on notifications in your podcast app. So you'll be the first to know when we come back with season two. And yeah, like I said, just after the break, for season two, we will be opening up the show to sponsors. So if you make denim, if you have a brand, if you're a retailer, and you want to get in front of an audience that really loves denim, this is, I think, a unique opportunity for you. So 
For sponsorship inquiries, you can send an email to sponsor at denimhunters.com and we can take it from there. Right, so that was it for this episode and until we're back, happy fading, folks. Mm-hmm.